Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Aloha and welcome to another edition of the Rainbow Wrap-Up. And I'm sitting in a parking lot in Tacoma, Washington, because that's what we're doing today. We got Sean coming in 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 Portland. We got Ryan from, you know, I'm just stealing the thunder away from their introductions, but he's in Japan. (laughs) Portland's great. You put us up in a great hotel here at the Hyatt. Uh, Drove seven and a half hours total yesterday. So I'm, I'm happy to be here. Sean's there. I'm going to be there soon. We're going to see Oregon versus UH. And of course, this guy's going to be there, even though he's in the Far East. And that's, of course, our Ryan CU. What's up, Ryan? Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm in uh, Kyoto right now. We're going to fly out back to uh, Texas tonight. And then I'll see you guys technically tomorrow. But, uh, you know, we're a day ahead already. So uh, we're going to f- uh, hop on the Nozomi. So it'll be that 185 mile an hour bullet train. So that's wow. Be to, you know, see. And you'll get there super fast. So you get to Shinagawa Station, and you'll go to uh, Haneda, and then to Dallas, and then to Portland. All right. Well, that's already making me tired thinking about that trip. So let's continue with the show. But obviously, UH coming into this game against Oregon, one of the best teams in the country, 37 and a half points, underdogs. I don't know. We got to talk about what we feel our team is right now. Obviously, we've been to Vanderbilt. We saw that game. We saw the the Stanford game, which we had a lot of hype for that we thought the team failed to live up to. Um, But Albany, um, to me, was a game that didn't surprise me. I guess I don't feel as bad because it didn't surprise me. I went into this game knowing that Albany would play us strong, and they did. I think what surprised me was definitely the O-line gave up six sacks. Not to say everything was on their fault, but um, you know, seeing them really come out so strong in, at Vandy and then give up sacks against Stanford and do it again against Albany FCS team was surprising. But, you know, I think it was definitely a slower start. Uh, you know, and having a short field to start off the game and end up going three and out, having to kick a field goal, is a, especially against an FCS team, is just, I don't want to say unacceptable, but it's pretty close. You know, we just, you have mm-hmm. to be able to punch that in. Um, you know, I was able to watch most of the first quarter or so, a little bit of the second. Um, while sitting in Kyoto Station, actually, um, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get that work on their Wi-Fi. But, you know, overall, you know, I, I saw some nice throws from Shager. Um, the picks were just, yeah, just not really smart, I'd say. Um, was interesting, you know, we've talked about this off, you know, camera or whatnot, but just having Jordan Johnson with 11 carries, having Bryant Lillet come in, I think that Timmy's still trying to figure out who his running backs are. Um, and I think he's got some solid ones, you know, um, you know, we met Jordan Johnson, and his family, what was that? Three years Four ago? Years, yeah, three years ago at Four Dallas, years. the New Mexico <laughs> yeah. bowl that was played in yeah. Dallas. We have to keep telling people, you know, it wasn't exactly yeah. New Mexico, but it was in Frisco. Um, yeah, I agree. So, Jordan yeah. Johnson, you know, a guy that we've been asking, where is he? We've, we've, we, he's mm-hmm. on the roster and they finally let him go. I think right. he runs a lot like Dede and I, you know, Dede to me, it was a really exciting running back that I was so sad that mm-hmm. we lost because mm-hmm. he ran kind of upright, but he ran, he just bulldozes people and just goes for it. And Landon Sims kind of runs the same way too. Um, but I think without Landon and obviously still having a whole, you know, room full of, of, of running backs, not including the guy we converted, 
uh, from linemen mm-hmm. uh, who caught a pass in this game, <laughs> or they tried to throw <laughs> two. It's very interesting. I, I you got I, two. I, yeah, you got they're two. trying. To, oh, that's right. That's right. So I mean, they're try, you know we're trying to Reagan other than Malia. that. Yeah, Reagan Malia, our our boy Reagan. Shout out to Reagan who was on our show twice. Mm-hmm. So we got to bring him back again. Uh, but Sean, just for you, what were your just main takeaways before we get into your report card? Uh, we also have some guest input on that report card because Sean uh, was out and about. But I know that you have strong feelings about this game as well. So definitely just what are some of your biggest takeaways? Yeah, I think you touched on it. The struggles of the offensive line, uh, just not even like slowing down the pass rush. Uh, continued dumb penalties, you know, throughout the game. Mm. Uh I, I got off the airplane and it was 17, 17. And I was just like, damn, you know, and it was, <laughs> it was halftime. Uh, the game was up for grabs up, up until about three minutes and 20 seconds. So yeah. I, I think, you know, you, we got the win, but I mean, it, it sure wasn't pretty. My prediction was pretty close. I had 31, 21. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was very close. Uh, Logan Taylor is a huge loss. Uh, we want to wish him a speedy recovery. He's that's the big, mm-hmm. he's, he's a leader, heart and soul of this team. So what about, um, you know, I don't know how much they showed of the crowd, Ryan, but um, as oh, you gosh. can imagine, it was <laughs> not what it was the first week, which we weren't expecting a repeat. Um, I'm not sure what the official toll was. I mean, to me, it still looked, more than a lot of games last year, I'll be honest. Said 5,700. Yeah. No way. No, no way. It, was 70, it was. They. No, it had to be more than I don't that. know. Attendance, official attendance, I think for tickets sold was like 94, 50, something like that. Oh, wow. And then, okay. But actual through the gates was like 74, 60 oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it looked I, like it could have been yeah. even nine at some points, but yeah. I okay. mean, yeah. Now yeah, they're putting I mean, the bad I, in I the stands too. Drop. So. You know, yeah. I you know last week I know I was kind of joking, but I was expecting fifty five hundred after that Stanford mm-hmm. game. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just there's not a whole lot that we can do about this. I mean, yeah, it is an FCS team. You know, it's not a big draw name wise, but yeah, I I don't know what UH is going to do if anything, or if they even care at this point as far as attendance goes and what you know. I mean, maybe they're trying right. They're bringing in these concerts. They're bringing in ex players. I, 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 I give granted, them credit. You know. They did the thing with the three legends, Chad Owens, Greg yeah. Salas. Who was the other one? It was somebody else. <laughs> I'm missing. I them. mean, if you're going to shout them out for that, you should know who the third one is because, quite frankly, that part was <laughs> no one was paying attention to. I hate to tell you that, Sean. So, um, you know, they've done some things. I'm not sure if that was a huge thing, bringing out three dudes, but I think that they could build off the first game for sure in, in terms of, um, the students. I mean, we're always going to bring in students and I don't feel like we need to pin things on them. It is their responsibility to get out there. That's why the field mm-hmm. is there. Well, also because a lot of stadium decided to shut down, obviously, but everyone's been talking about this. Everyone's been our whole lives. Oh, too bad it's not on campus. The kids don't be there. That's why they don't come. It's not on campus. Okay, it's on campus. And mm-hmm. clearly the novelty has worn off from the first week and we're back to a week student section. Probably even still more than last year at time. So maybe we won't, maybe the freshies are, are going to try and keep the tradition going. But I think that, uh, you know, listening to Mark and John on the radio on the way home after the game, they were kind of appealing to people, the fans to come out. But I just don't know where the 15K is going to come from ever, yeah. ever. I mean, I just don't see people in, in Hawaii adopting UH as a fan later in life or like just deciding to come back. Maybe people that are huge fans 
early in their youth or they had parents, you know, like a lot of people. I mean, we have fans. We have friends here, um, you know, that stopped coming to games for a while um, that, you know, maybe it was work or something, but maybe they just lost interest. So mm. I think for me, one thing I, I thought that Coach Graham should have done, also just to get to know people, was to call, go through the list of people that canceled their season tickets and ask them why. How many of them are going to be, first of all, embarrassed to get a call to ask why their tickets are, you know, canceled? And second of all, feel important once again. And that's, to me, is not that hard. And that's what the mm -hmm. coaches need to do. That's what the administrators need to do. They need to find a way to get people to the stadium. It's not on you. It's not on local people to just, oh, it's on them to go to the games. No, because the product isn't there, obviously. Let's be quite mm -hmm. obvious. And the game, the game experience is not there. No. It's not. I mean, bringing on Chad Owens on the field, sorry, Sean, is not going to bring people to the game. Um, and he's maybe Chad anyway. calling people. Yeah, he's there anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so is Greg Salas. He's there at every game, you know, <laughs> putting away the signs. So we have to also acknowledge the fact that we at, you know, the University of Hawaii, we, we know where we are. We know where we are. We, our expectations were, were there, you know, four or five wins, whatever, six, seven wins. We're building, but we have to keep building. We have to show improvement. So mm -hmm. I just... I, I don't see what we did in offseason. We didn't do anything. There was no buzz. And you can't expect people to mm -hmm. show up for Penny Dean because um, literally I was the only person skanking at the end <laughs> during true. the Hanaho number. <laughs> Let's be honest. One person, Wayne Quinto. Um, so that exactly wasn't something, you know, and that's the best song, the Hanaho number. <laughs> but I think that those concerts are a start, but they're not tailgating. It's never going to change without tailgating. And I will say, though, there were more people eating out of their cars, way more. There are way more people eating out of their cars now than before. And they yeah. didn't seem to be bothered. So I'm not sure. I mean, do you think, Sean, if they just said, hey, you guys can sit in your car and eat and make, because that's what they're kind of doing now. Do you think that'll encourage more people to come? Yeah, they're saying don't do it. But I think they're just looking the other way. They're not enforcing it. So I, it's tough. No, that's what I'm saying. Do you think they should just make it? Allow it? At this point, because I think it's a better alternative than nothing at all. Because so what people were doing in the in Stan Sheriff, they were eating out of their tailgates, literally opening up their tailgates yeah. or eating in their cars. Mm -hmm. But it was. But I mean, very if you say tailgate, like, that means hiding. Tailgate means barbecue, and I don't think they want to go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. they're willing. Though, if you I mean, tailgate also means there. just being with your friends before the game, too. You know. Mm -hmm. If you just sit there and eat your food, I think they're willing to look the other way. But if they say tailgate, people can barbecue and they, they no can. Yeah. So that's that's the way I understand yeah. it. I, I still think they should have tried to do something where you could sell space on top. You know, put a, a you know a big barrel for charcoal. You know, whatever it is. I mean, I, you know, if you're selling thirty thousand dollar or whatever sweets, you can sell a two hundred dollar tailgate up top. Yeah. You know, I'm sure our group would probably even buy that. You know, even yeah. probably 250, 300, I could see us chipping in every game. Here's a charcoal. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got to find a way to make it safe, right? There's there's fire codes, fire marshals, you know, they got to figure all that out. Sell these spots up top, you know, or find space somewhere, you know, there's there's all there's space on campus. And, you know, Reed and I parked last game or, you know, Stanford game up towards, you know, the freaking bookstore in the library up there. And there was nothing, you know, we there, mm. there's there's got to be. You know, either parking spaces up there, you know, find a way, find shuttles, find buses. That's how you do it. You know, I, I've seen more concerts have better, you know, traffic control 
And, you know, we know the situation with like the sand sheriff and the parking garage. It's not easy. It is not easy to send in cars. You have basically two gates, right? You know, mm. it, it's, it, there's a two lane row that usually when at the end of the game, everyone exits out. Right. But to get in and out of that area, they just have to figure out something logistically. It, it's just, you know, really tough and unacceptable, at least to this point for a, a D1 college team. Well, and then people walk down the middle of the street when you're trying to drive down it too. So mm-hmm. as the students will migrate towards the dorms, so they walk right down the middle of the street. So I think what we're going to have to do is figure out a way to improve the pregame experience. Like it's, it's not enough to bring in people to dance. It's, it's not. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I was the only one dancing. Come on now, at the end of the game. <laughs> it's not even a joke. I literally was the only one. You guys have seen the video. I, I the only other people on the dance floor <laughs> were taking true. camera shot. Like I cannot be the only one per- dancing for the entire crowd that's supposed and to that be getting mean. hyped by the pregame and that song is mean man. <laughs> that song is major that song is major you know we're talking about you know saying suck suck up in here <laughs> that penny dean apparently is not supposed to be singing um as it's a natty vibe song um but anyways outside of that drama with that um let's let's talk about something a little bit more positive you know every week like we said uh, Ryan has been spearheading our donations to another local charity. And by local, we mean the opponent for UH. So <laughs> donations have already been made to Nashville-based charities. Also, Albany and Schenectady, New York. Um, so talk about mm-hmm. them and that as well, Ryan. Yeah, so I just, uh, last week for Albany, it was, uh, it's called Concern for the Hungry Inc. Um, it's just a local food bank. Um, but I've been really trying to find just, hey, this is a local charity where the money's going to stay there. It's not some, you know, national conglomerate or part of the, you know, 30 cities or anything like that. So, um, you know, took care of that donation. And also I have been doing some of the Maui GoFundMes, but I switched one this week. So I actually donated to uh, Family Life Center in Maui and they're actually spearheading these um, little, uh, we'll call them just mobile type home, single family types. So my friend Al, uh, who I did a lot of beach cleanups with in Hawaii, he's in, he's actually in Hungary right now because they're trying to get the European ones over to Maui right now. So there's these little like stackable fold up homes that just kind of pop mm-hmm. up that are really solid and safe. They're putting you know, water in them, electricity, uh, AC units. So, you know, they've got land going on, but that's what I threw my Maui donation to this week. Um, instead of my normal GoFundMe to a family, but yeah, shout out to Al and his crew. Um, you know, I've been on the phone with him uh, a couple times now since. So, working on that, and we'll see uh, if any of us are able to actually go over there and help out with Maui as well. So, they had 30 homes that got delivered to Maui, and they're they were set up. Um, you know, help from Home Depot who donated the uh, air conditioner and stuff like that. But they've got another 220 that they're bringing in over from Europe. So, <laughs> that'll be fun to watch wow. that go, get from Europe all the way to Hawaii. Uh, but without any further ado, we do have to get our report card in. And we might have some guest input, but Don <laughs> had some pass-fail because it's FCS. So we, we're going to do a bonus this week. We're going to have um, – brother Moku doesn't even know that we're going to um, use his report card as well. But I'm going to shout out Moku with his report card um, once Sean um, gives us his. So without further ado, doing his homework, Sean. Yeah, so like I said, I was on the airplane when the game was going. I looked for a video on the – on the web and there's just not a lot of video i guess you know albany so when it's uh, or so, yes you know pay-per-view the game was on know. pay-per-view too so. <laughs> so offense i did pass fail offense i did pass defense pass special teams pass coaching pass attendance fail uniform pass i finally got the all blacks so i was happy about that 
Ultimate Warrior Stephen McBride and projected win total for the five is five wins for the season. So I turned this in and um, my professor didn't like it. So so we're going to have a, <laughs> a guest person. The report card is Sean Iman, right? That was inspired by him. Um, but he's inspired guys like Moku and, and Shane. And I think they had good points. So I'm just going to, I mean, just because Moku yeah, did his. Means, yeah. Um, and, and, and Moku, what Moku said on defense, he said, see, he said solid pass rush rush unnecessary penalties needed to make the big plays that's fair and so that's kind of consistent with what they're saying offense he says c minus which i think is also fair tackles really struggled quarterback not making enough solid decisions receivers still dropping balls and the run game is still a major work however as when everyone is on the same page and doing their thing it's a thing of beauty and that's exactly what i told ryan right before is when it is running it does look good when those passes are online shaker had great passes like the mcbride touchdown was beautiful it was a nice Throw everything, so and all of them. So it just needs to work. Um, special teams, he said C minus. Uh, return side, um, obviously we got a block punt, which was nice, but we keep getting holdings or blocking the back. Yeah. Coaching, this is interesting. I don't know if you guys saw this, but what do you think he gave coaching, Shane or Sean? C minus. Do you see that? What do you think he gave coaching, Ryan? Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping it's low, like a C or a D. Oh, he gave a D plus. Yeah, and I, you know, that's. <laughs> There's yeah. a ton of talent on this team, he's saying, and I think this oh, is the that, most that was with the team speed, speed he said. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, and we do. I mean, McBride is super fast. Obviously, we see a lot. We Our, our running backs are fast. Um, Moku also says that um, each week we seem to be regressing, and that's something we talked about. I don't, I don't know mm-hmm. if I fully believe that because I believe this is an offense that takes reps. I already said that before. Like, I'm giving September off. Mm-hmm. I'm giving September mm-hmm. for 29 days off. September 30th is when. But Tom- I mean, Wayne did The, the best game this. offensively was Vanderbilt, and that was three games ago. So maybe, maybe throwing wise, but I'm saying like, I don't know if necessarily like. There's also a lot of. I mean, we also were losing by three touchdowns in that. Like there was all the trash things that happened, like time yeah. garbage time things that happened mm-hmm. in that game. So I don't put as much into that game, but. I don't think that we're regressing like in a point where it looks bad every week because Albany makes scenes more like a regression because it's Albany. But if you were listening to the rainbow wrap up last week, we talked about, or I talked about how this was going to be a close game and Sean mm-hmm. yeah, has his score 31, 21 and it was, we was 31, 20. So it was a close game. Um, he also mm-hmm. said that, um, you know, the personal fouls and miscues on defense, those aren't where, where they're going to be. Uh, but also Shane, <laughs> You know, our boy Shane, he, he had to add student section. He said F, yeah. pregame tailgate F. <laughs> so, I don't know. You just Jeez. said, I don't know, Sean, you said something about Stephen Sai saying that they're doing everything. Do you think that, that or elaborate on that? Stephen Sai wrote an yeah, article. I think he, yeah, he wrote an article. Yeah, they said, you know, they're doing the pre-concert thing and then they're, they did the legends. So they're saying this, it, it's not because of a lack of effort on UH's part. It's just people aren't showing up. So it's everyone's fault. It's all everyone else's fault but UH. I mean, I'm asking you, Sean. I'm yeah. asking you. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's it, Albany. It's Sean, I, why do your friends that used to come with you to the games, why don't they come anymore, Sean? Is it because they didn't see enough legends on the field? Is it because they didn't have pregame concerts? Is that no. why they don't come anymore, Sean? Exactly. No. Exactly. Come on now. Let's be honest. And that's what I'm saying. People mm-hmm. in Hawaii need to be honest. 
I'm being honest. I have video evidence of being the only person dancing to Penny Dean at the end. <laughs> so what I'm saying is like that clearly did not attract that many people. Of course, me and Fuchsia are like, holy cow, Penny Dean and all to ourselves. And you would you would hope a lot of other people think that. But that's not not every generation is into Natty Vibes. Yeah. Just to be clear. Second of mm-hmm. all, that's not something that is going to we need to see. And that's what would help if you actually call these people, especially the ones that did not renew their season tickets. We know how people are in Hawaii when they feel a little bit guilty or something. They're like, oh, a little shame. They'll change. And like, oh, how come you never, you know, you used to be such a loyal season ticket holder. Why aren't you renewing your season tickets? That's a simple question to ask. And also putting UH in a position where they can humble themselves and realize that maybe they should listen to fans more and why they're not coming. Not all of them have mental illness like I do, where they're going to go to every game and regardless of where they are on the planet Earth. That's not what you're going to expect of most people. Most people are, you know, um, grounded, rational people that don't want to spend their money watching a team that loses a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know how that's not difficult. Why? We all know that 15,000 is just now a pipe dream. And it really ended with the pandemic. I want to say the pandemic definitely did have an effect i don't want to blame but we mm-hmm. were trending this way and that's what bothers me is what they can't recognize it and steven side needs to recognize it it's to me it's irresponsible of him to act like the fact that they don't have tailgating has no bearing on the attendance because that's major bearing on attendance mm-hmm. is a fact that we're not tailgating when i tell anybody wherever we are that we can't tailgate at home they are incredulous yeah incredulous <laughs> when i tell huh? them that we don't have tailgating they're like what? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. What? You guys can't tailgate? This is a reaction that I get when I go anywhere in freaking planet Earth to watch UH football and we are there on the road and we can tailgate. And I have to explain to people that we can't. That's mm-hmm. what tailgating means to college football. And they don't get that. Uh, speaking of, you know, college football, we're going to have a great tailgate this week at Oregon on the Hawaii Sports Fans Tour. I'm here at Tacoma, Washington. Um, it was the Otani chasing tour. Unfortunately, we, we must have chased Otani deeper into the dugout because he didn't want to come out and play. Um, but, you know, that's that's show, his choice. That's So um, the Angels, one team, I'm only going to put in one Angels new, but they're the one team that will let Shohei Otani literally do whatever he wants to do, um, including be at a game and not even be in the dugout. And how many teams are going to let him do that? I'm going to be quite frank. Like, he really does whatever he wants. He didn't even show up for the team photo. And, of course, I'm talking about my favorite athlete on planet Earth, so I'm definitely not criticizing <laughs> him. But at the same time, those are the kind of things that, you know, but, oh, hey, we didn't get to see you, but – we still had so much fun. If you go check out our at HI Sports fans on Instagram, you're going to see our foodie tour that we did. Um, started in Pike Place, Clam Chowder. I mean, oh gosh, just Curry Puff from Misum Bakery. Oh gosh, that was so good. Uh, you know, and plus we got <laughs> coffee and everything. And we're going to be doing the same thing in Oregon. So Ryan and, and uh, Sean will be there with us. But HISportsfans.com, you know, check us out. Make sure you're leaving your. Um, emails so that you can find out all the tours because we have so much down the pipeline coming up and you know reach out to us tell us where you want to go you know we want to make dreams come true so you gotta 
let us know. You know, it's it's fun seeing people like when we went to Green Bay, right? When Hawaii played in Madison and we got to go to Green Bay Packers, like there are so many lifelong Packers fans in Hawaii. To, so to see them be able to get to where they wanted to go, but also go to the Packers Museum, go on the field, watch Monday Night Football, have someone drive you to Madison from Madison to Green Bay. You know, that's all a part of the deal as well. HISportsfans.com, check us out. This is about going on tour. This is about making memories because sometimes you just can't do it alone. You know, you want to enforce that. And that's what happened on our tour here. I mean, Moto Pizza, our group went home with pizza because of the pizza that we got on Monday. Moto Pizza is crazy. West Seattle location. It's the three month, three month waiting list for their specialty pizzas. Unless you go to the stadium and wait in line. So a lot of people go to line, but you know, that's what we do at HI Sports Fans. I stand in line for you. Um, so you can just enjoy the game. So we had a great time, but we're excited to go to Oregon. Can't wait to see the two of you and we'll be together again. But uh guys, I mean, if we win on Saturday, come on now. I mean You're rushing the field. I'm gonna run naked on the field. Just wow. like I said, no, not just rushing. I'm gonna be stripped down, just like I told Ryan last year in Michigan. So let's just I I rather put myself on the line right now just to have all of the karma on our side to, to have that happen because I'm not sure what other answers we're going to have. But Ryan, I mean, if we want to win the game, I'm not talking about staying because if we're going to for I want to I want to think about winning this game. What would you do if you were the coach of this team? What would you do? You know. I would say be a lot more aggressive, but I think you really have to say control time of possession and have these longer drives where you're going to just hold on to the ball, 15 play, you know, I'm going to throw it out because you guys know I'm a Cowboys fan, but you know, these big 14, 15, 16 play drives they used to do Mm -hmm. that were like seven, eight minutes. I mean, Oregon has always been Oregon for over a decade now and they can, they're fast. They will do everything fast and they can throw the ball. They can score in 30 seconds or less kind of a team. You got to hold on to the ball and you got to have long drives. But that's bigger than your offensive line, which we've struggled with. Your coaching has to make certain decisions. You know, you look at last week and we had these couple, hey, we're on our own side and we're going forward and forth down and didn't make it twice. You know, and then you can't beat yourself. I mean, to win a game like this, you have to be almost perfect. You can't have these unsportsmanlike conduct penalties that give you 15 yards. You can't get super lucky. Like I saw one of our drives. It was like third and eight. We had a holding penalty, which happens. We had a false start. And then on third and 23, we get a 30-yard touchdown. You can't, (laughs) you're not going to get that against any team except for an FCS. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's the only way you would potentially do it. And you're going to win a game 24 to 17, or, you know, maybe you can find that last drive to score. That's the only way you're going to beat this team because you're not going to win in a shootout. We know that. Yeah, So. yeah. Well, ESPN is giving us a 2% chance. So they're saying oh, there's still a chance. 1.8. Um, 37 and a half points, apparently, <laughs> we're giving. Oh, 1.8. Mm-hmm. 37 and a half points, Sean. Is that is that too many points? Is that enough? Is that oh, I, I too mean, little? That's what a do you nice think? line. I'm, I I ate dinner with my sister, and uh, her daughter went to Oregon. She graduated last year, and she said, you know, oh, we're favored. We're favored this week by 35. And I'm like, yeah, that's against Hawaii. That's our team. And she started laughing. <laughs> so, I mean, Oregon is averaging 600 yards a game, 350 on offense and 250 on. Holy on cow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, passing. So I, I think we need to start fast. 
we have not started fast. We take our time. We go three and out. If we have any semblance of being in this game, we need to come out gunslinging and be efficient on offense right from the get-go. And we can't wait till the end of the second quarter to get going. We need to jump on them and then maybe take out the crowd. So, I mean, that's that's best-case scenario. I'm I'm hoping for a touchdown. So that's yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> well, last year, Ryan, and you know, knows that I was cheering for first downs in Michigan. And not only did we get more than 10 like I wanted, we also scored at the end, which – angered some of the Michigan people around us. Like we weren't allowed to score or be happy for our team, but um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what the U of O people they've, I've heard some stories. So um, I mean, we don't expect this to be competitive, but if someone put a gun to my head and was like, I'm going to pull the trigger. If you don't win this game, I wouldn't run our offense. I would run the, I would never throw a pass. Let me make that clear. Hmm. I would never throw a pass. (laughs) And I would put an extra blocker in the background. I would either run a wishbone or an option. And I'm not even kidding. The option is the only thing that could neutralize a team at this level. And I'm saying this again because, you know, Hawaii, we are option place too, but we need to have an option package. The Wildcat is only so effective. And I've never seen the Wildcat really great this year whenever we throw in the Wildcat. Make them run an option. Colt Brennan ran the option. June Jones play, always had an option the Navy package. Quarterback? Always, always had an option package. Play, you know, play the Navy quarterback. Just run oh. him? Colton Brennan ran the option when it was necessary. Yes, June had a package. Mm-hmm. For, I'm saying we need to run the option the whole game. I'm not saying we need the package. I'm saying that would be the only way that we could beat them, is running the clock yeah. and, and holding mm-hmm. on to the ball. That's the only way. Yeah. Um, if we try and run our offense in three and out, they're going to score 12 touchdowns on us and score 84 points. Mm-hmm. And if they score yeah. more than 80 points, it, why? So that's why I'm saying, like, we have a chance of being really embarrassed this week because Oregon is trying to get national respect. Yeah, They're trying to get mm-hmm. respect. Because well, everybody's talking about on, USC in the Pac-12. Don't fire. talk about them. They haven't lost. Oh, the Pac-12 Pac-12 is on fire. I mean, what? They, they, they're all undefeated, right? Aren't they still all undefeated? undefeated? The whole conference? Somebody, oh, my gosh. Teams. Wow. Oh. For a conference that's gonna going to die in just bang. a few months. Yes. They're definitely going with a bang, boom, bazoom. That's amazing. But I think, like, you know, I don't want to just play body bag games. Obviously, take the money. I understand where we are and why we need to do this. And this is why I say, I tell people, like, Power 5, if we're going to do home and homes with Power 5, let's do it with Vanderbilt. Like, a team that is on our level, and we can get go to chance. Nashville. You know, get chance. I mean, that's <laughs> who you got to do Power Fives because they, they'll still cash the check. They'll still send us the money, you know, for the game. So those are the games I, I'd be more interested in terms of a home and home. But um, I think that Oregon, you know, is, I, I mean, they're a juggernaut. So I'm, not, I, I, I'm just, I'm toying with this idea of like, if we were to win, what would it look like? And to me, it wouldn't be with this offense. I don't, like I said, we're still building this <laughs> offense. He went three and out against a FCS team how many yes. times in the first half. Yeah. And they even after we blocked their punt and had the momentum, we went three and out in the red zone. And that mm-hmm. is not good. Yeah, that might seem like regression, but I feel like we always were there. I don't think our offense is there. And June always got criticized as well. June got criticized when we were within on the five-yard line and couldn't punch it in. Remember that game we played against mm-hmm. Idaho and we won 20 to zero. It was like 2006 mm-hmm. or whatever. And people yeah, are like, yeah. you don't need to be fired now. We only beat Idaho 20 to zero. <laughs> but the fact was, it was a lot of getting down there, making all these long plays and not being able to punch it in. And, um, you know, I, I would love to get some, you know, see our, our offense effective, 
are run and shoot effective against Oregon, but I'm not sure with their their defense that um, you know we'll be able to do the things we want to do, especially with the amount of time that Shager's going to get. I mean, last week he was sacked five times. Uh, he threw four interceptions. So I think it's going to be um, important that we just stay confident by that's what I'm saying. Like I, it, it just kills confidence to have to be three and up. I feel like we, we obviously have different packages. We're running this wildcat every time it's, you know, mm-hmm. third. It's like the other team knows it's coming. Um, so it just loses effective to me. Uh, to me, I, I, that's what I would do. I would, I would try and find other effective ways to run the ball and use Jordan to, to block as well. I mean, mm-hmm. you can throw out, out of a wishbone as well. You can do a lot of creative things, oh, but yeah. I, we, I don't, our, our, our lack of deception is what bothers me the most. Like even Albany, Albany had a, that RPO score that the, the quarterback ran for 40 <laughs> or whatever touchdown. They did that same play the week before against Marshall. So I have no idea why we didn't see it coming, but those are effective. You know, that deception is very mm-hmm. effective. Those counters, even Norm had a lot of counters and ran a lot of traps. And that's what football is about oh, as well. Yeah. And I just don't think our run and shoot is there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, well, get a chance. And- but, you know, we're, we're... – go, Ryan. Mm-hmm. No, I was just going to say, like, at that point, though, you know, are we talking – is this really Shager and the personnel? Are we really saying, you know, nothing personal against Timmy, but, hey, this is him really running the offense now – are you really designing? Can you actually compete against and adapt and adjust? And that's one of the bigger things too. You know, you always talk about halftime adjustments, but you know, can we even, you know, work with, Hey, they all watch game film, right? Everyone watches game film. There are hundreds of thousands of hours of game film being watched around the country, but it's what you do with that. And how can you adjust against these other teams? You know, are they at that level of, Hey, we can compete at a D one level and adjust to other coaches. You know, and, and maybe because, you know, we've seen some great stuff out of Shaker. We've seen some great stuff out of the receivers, you know, but it's the decision making of some of the coaches, you know, like we talked about these fourth down decisions, you know, do you punt, do you go for it? But I mean, you know, that goes all the way up to the NFL. You know, every coach in the NFL scrutinizes even more at a higher level on when to use timeouts, you know, all this. Right. But it's like, hey, at, at what point are you saying, you know, this is a true D1 offensive coordinator that can compete with the rest of the country or, or even compete with mid-majors? Or is this, hey, they're still learning. And we get it. We are, you know, right? This is Timmy's second year. You know, he's starting to get some of his recruits in. You're trying to figure out some of your personnel. Obviously, we had like six, you know, six different players ran the ball last week. You know, we're yep. still trying to figure something out. But can these coaches as well, you know, because this is their, you know, these are their jobs. You know, obviously, we're trying to not fully criticize, but, you know, we're, we're watching players who are 18 to 23, you know, years old. Right. But these coaches are a lot older. They've been around a decent amount. A lot of this needs to be on them. And maybe that's something that, you know, a lot of people aren't seeing as much. You know, obviously, I think that, you know, Timmy is a, is a solid, you know, person to put in with the culture of Hawaii, everything we do. You know, the fit was, you know, fairly there. Right. Maybe not as much on the experience side, but can he yeah. be at that next level of this is a Hawaii team that can play with other teams? And I think that's what we're kind of seeing too. You know, you talk about some of the regression and, you know, the timeouts got a little bit better, I think from Bandy to Stanford to Albany, which is something that we've been talking about. Um, but that that's coaching getting better as well. So I, I think that's something to look at as the season progresses in year two. Uh, I, I talked about it before. Just Already, but maybe with Oregon, maybe with going forward. I mean, what are your, 
overarching themes, I, want to see I guess, when it comes start, to UH football. You know, uh, I talked about it before. The you know the first twenty or so play or plays are scripted. I think Timmy needs to take whatever he's doing and throw it in the trash because it's obviously <laughs> not working. We need to get off to a faster start, plain and simple. So I I mean. Get, get the offense into a rhythm. We just can't continue to go three and out. And we, we just continually see this game after game after game. It's not until the second quarter we get in, we get a, a groove going. And that's just, it's not going to work. We need to hit the ground running. We need to start fast. Uh, frustrated. <laughs> it is frustrating because we saw last year, the very first drive of the Timmy Chang era ended in a touchdown. And we um, <laughs> had our expectations set pretty high from that point on. But I don't think we've seen it. It's been a while since we've seen an opening drive touchdown, I think, in the in the game since. So I would love uh, to and not that. just a touchdown. Like you know, like yeah. Ryan said, we had a short field and we still couldn't convert on a touchdown. Yeah, even even Ryan, final words for you. Have seven or eight plays. Yeah, just like Sean said, you gotta start with something, even if it's a seven, eight, nine play drive, just something to get going where you have that rhythm because yeah, if not, we're gonna be you know, down by 50 points at some point in the third quarter is, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Once we get out of this I'm looking forward lot, to see you guys. Um, by we, I mean me. <laughs> so once I get out of my parking lot, uh, shout out to Total Wine of Tacoma for <laughs> supplying the, the Wi-Fi today. Whether they know it or not, mahalo for that. You're you're true. Um, Ohana with us here at Hawaii Cheers. Sports Fans. Um, but also, yeah. <laughs> safe travels to Ryan, uh, Sean. Hold the fort down. We'll be there in Portland, Oregon soon. Hawaii versus Oregon. Extravaganza tour. I just made up the name lately, but I love it because we're going to do so much in Portland and eat so many good foods and we're going to just see a lot of great things. So that's the experience right there, baby. And that's what it's like here at Hawaii Sports Fans. We're going from one tour to the next, back-to-back tours for the first time in tour history. Seattle, Portland. We'll see you in Oregon for Sean and Ryan. This is Wayne. Take care, guys. Aloha. Go Bows. Go Bows. Rainbow Wrap-Up is sponsored by Hawaii Sports Fans. Come join us for every UH football game on the road at hisportsfans.com. Haven't you ever just wanted to experience SoFi Stadium, the building, the atmosphere, the electricity, but just didn't want to deal with the parking and all the planning that went along with it? Well, that's why Hawaii Sports Fans is here. We got the best tickets, the best seats for you. Plus, we got your transportation. We got your parking. We got all the little pilikia that you don't want to worry about. Let us deal with all that humbug because that's the difference at Hawaii Sports Fans from any other company is that we're going to get you that fan experience that you really can't get anywhere else. It's going to be a private experience. It's going to be a lot of VIP amenities, of course, wherever we go, because you are the VIP when you come with Hawaii sports fans. Uh, but we just want you to make a memory and have fun. And that's the most important thing. You're going to put that money down. We want you to have fun and have something to look back on and reflect on for the rest of your life. So check us out, hisportsfans.com, hisportsfans.com, or check us out on social media at hisportsfans on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Hawaii sports fans. Come find us. Come connect with us and come join us on the road because there's really, really nothing like it. We've been doing it for 10 years now and it just keeps getting better.